0: Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday.
1: Hello and welcome to another week of Obviously Good. You are joined as always with myself, Holiday Blues, Beatrice Thompson. Just made some delicious new cookie slice, Libby Dunlop. Hi guys. And finally set up her working from home desk, Bella Colwell. (laughs) That
2: is fair. We are looking at it right now. and It's looking very beautiful, Bella. You've done amazing work. We're only a couple months
0: months into COVID. Sorry. Three three months, actually. (laughs) Yeah. And you got there. Got there. I feel like I was in denial with the whole thing. Yes. yes. I think you
1: were. I mean, every time we came around, you're like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I've got the cable now. I'll do it. (laughs) But it
0: didn't get done. You know, it's funny, the cable still doesn't work, so I'm going to have to like, go into the office and get my doc. But anyway, not going to bore you guys with that. Yeah, fair enough. How are your weeks?
2: Yeah, awesome weekend. I just spent it eating, drinking, all the heavenly things. To be honest, I was probably eating too much, nearly exploded. <laughs> oh, like that fish. Oh, like a puffer fish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> But we are sending our love and hugs or socially distant hugs, I suppose, down to our Melbourne friends. We definitely yeah. are. I hope you're going okay down there. It seems pretty grim. I suppose you can do what I was doing as long as you're doing in isolation. So eating, drinking. I mean, just do it in, in isolation. Any
1: room. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. Beatrice, you had a wonderful weekend. Yeah, I actually did go away for the weekend. So yes. I had a surprise uh, birthday weekend from my family. And we went to Bannisters in Port Stevens, which nice. never been. Looks so heaven. It was heaven. Like, oh my gosh, such a beautiful location. It's kind of one of those weird things where you're in this luxury resort, but like on the ocean in the bush they're the best and it's also something you can only get in australia i feel i mean like of course you can probably get it anywhere else but the bush it's it's definitely our
2: vibe and the australian bush something so
1: beautiful about that so beautiful and something to note which i found really interesting and didn't realize until we were leaving is it's a pet friendly resort oh so you can bring your pets or dogs i should say um and no stay. cats? <laughs> Didn't see any cats. No kidding <laughs> But when I mean like pet friendly, I don't mean like they can come into the pool or the restaurants. They stay with you in the rooms.
0: I love that. <laughs> Sounds like your
1: dream, Belle. So <laughs> yeah, such a weird one. So if you weren't looking for somewhere to go on holiday with your pet, banisters. <laughs> oh, Amazing. you have a, a recommendation already for you. <laughs>
0: Bella, how was your weekend? What did I do this weekend? Um I went out to dinner Friday night with some friends and then Saturday I went with my sister to Bondi. It was so nice. Also, yesterday, highlight of the whole weekend, I took myself to Gold Class. Oh, I love that Wait, so the, the cinemas are back open? They're back open and oh, I was supporting them. <laughs> I, I even got like fish and chips delivered. I wanted a hot dog, so I'm a bit upset about that because they don't actually have them. This was at the Bondi Junction oh, one. for
1: a second, I got really confused. Gold Class, of course, it's like restaurant quality food. Yeah. I was like, when did Event cinemas start doing fish and chips at
0: the, the yeah. candy bar? <laughs> I was like, yuck, I- what do you want to do? i was craving I was like a hot dog a bit of a
1: weird meal bella
0: <laughs> what fish and chips in a cinema look i was hungry she wanted the hot dog i wanted the hot dog it wasn't there i was like prepared to smuggle it in from like the other section into the first <laughs> class first class didn't have it either so i was like whatever i'll get fish and chips and then i sat back in my reclining chair and i ate my fish and chips what and did you watch best. um the gentleman Oh, I've heard about that. It's pretty graphic. I was going yeah,
1: Didn't? <laughs> hasn't that already come out? It
0: came out in like January, but I think because like nothing's- Nothing um, new's come out? Nothing new has come oh, out. Oh, of
1: course. They're replaying old ones. Yeah,
0: but actual old ones as well. Like Devil Wears Prada was on and like- Classic. Heaps of old ones. But it's great. So if you want to go to the cinemas, now's a great time. Full or empty? Pretty empty. I had no shame in going alone.
2: Oh, sounds so good. Now, speaking of good,
1: Beatrice- Where did we get to this week? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. So this week we raced on over to Henrietta and a shout out to Libby's housemate, Liz, who actually brought this to our attention, this venue. Um, So Henrietta is the newest addition to the Noor Group from Restauranteers. I'm going to say this wrong. Ibi Mabada? Can I put my hand up there quickly? Now,
2: for anyone out there like me, as I said, I'm a huge MasterChef fan also, obviously, a huge MKR fan. My Kitchen Rules, for those who are in the pleb business. Now, <laughs> Ibi was on maybe two or three seasons ago of oh. my, of MKR. He was with Ramel, So Ibi and Rommel, if anyone remembers that dynamic duo. But oh, my he, gosh. Is that the guy that was standing there
1: when we walked in? Yes. Oh, that's him. Yes. <gasps> oh, that's so, so that was okay. royalty.
2: So of. So if you think MKR is at Oh, no, but, like, I don't think I've
1: ever gone to a venue and seen the person that's brought the venue to life just standing there like – Seeding everyone.
2: Yeah, no, totally. And that's definitely something to note and that he also owns, so as be said, he also owns Noor and he, um and also owns Cuckoo Cali. Correct. And I actually have seen him in Cuckoo Cali as well. So I think he's very hands-on. Love that. But
0: I really want to go to Noor. Sorry, side. side <laughs>
2: so to, well, <laughs> Listeners out there, let us know if you want to hear about Noor because if we get enough
1: groundswell, we'll We'll take Bella. (laughs) We've got some rubber arms here, so (laughs) you you know you can twist them. Sorry to interrupt; just thought everyone might like that bit of MKR fact context, and everything makes sense now in my head. So thank you. So uh, yeah, Noor's brought to us by Ivy and also George Farah. Yeah, Henrietta is essentially a Lebanese charcoal chicken shop which celebrates traditional Lebanese food but with a twist. So aware that Sydney has quite an iconic charcoal chicken scene, Ibi and his team identified that they really had to do something quite unique with this venue, and did they ever! Guys, tell me your initial thoughts upon arriving at Henrietta.
0: Cool as, and oh, it sounds so yeah. stupid. Cool and lame. AF. Whoa, whoa. <laughs>
2: I thought it was really cool. So when you rock up, there's, you know, the the awesome sort of takeaway charcoal Charlie's like the the shop front basically. And then there's people lining out the door for that. And then you've also got all the tables outside, which is such a nice vibe. And then we got
0: seated inside. I thought it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Very like, it reminded me of where was that? I think it was Talkies where we'd like scribble. Yep, I get that vibe on the menus. Oh,
2: yeah. So I suppose that exactly that jumps us right to the menus where they were all on paper. And so you just marked off, it's similar to, I suppose, Chinese or dumpling restaurant that you go to where you just cross on mark how many you want, that same style. But Toki and Henrietta
0: are doing the same thing, making it cooler. I think it's cool. Funny though, like when you guys, because I was 10 minutes late or so. <clears throat> 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you legit were 40 minutes. I'm very sorry. There's not enough hours in my day.
1: Yeah, I don't think you had time to take in the surroundings because you did come running in on the phone.
0: <laughs> As if you were very important, which you are.
1: You are are so important. You are important. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Anyway, so what I want to know, though, is what is the deal? I know you think it's, you know, it's a bit like talking. It's a bit cool, the writing with the menu. What are we getting out of that?
0: I was actually thinking how many paper things do they have to go through yeah they were a bit strange and stingy about that so they when, tried to take it back because we
2: ordered before Bella got there because she was 40 minutes late <laughs> just rub that in a bit um, but we, so we ordered f- for you but we did use the three menus because we were drafting it <laughs> like we had the pencil and we're like oh do we want this one So, oh no, no no get a new one so so on so forth right and she sort of wanted to like She was trying to take away the one we weren't using. She's like, oh, you guys are right. Like, as if they were trying to save the paper, which we're all about saving the paper. It was just quite funny because it was like, well, you've given us all these menus. Why are you taking them away all of a sudden? Anyway, strange. You know
0: what? I think if, okay, I didn't see, obviously I wasn't there for that part. Mm. But the only thing I can think of is if they put it down and they run off and they do other things and then they come back and then they've got your order. And there's no way of confusing it and then saves them from having to write it down. Mm. But if she also wrote it down...
2: Well, I, I think you're right in terms of it doesn't... There's no... The wait staff don't have to have any memory about your order particularly. But there is something a bit clunky about it because it's like, oh, uh, if you want two, do you tick twice? Do you write two? Do you do a you know cross twice? Like it's not necessarily like There's that. Of is. there is room for error and if you circle it does it mean you want it if you put a
1: you know i don't know yeah like just to give some visuals libby was like drawing arrows and like circles <laughs> and like it became a science project starts doing some math and on it literally i look over and i was like what the hell are you doing the yeah. lady got me though she knew exactly no, I what i was doing like, You're crazy <laughs> speaking of the menu what exactly did we order
0: bella so we started off with some smoked labna.
1: Mm.
0: Now we don't go past labna, do we guys? There was no way I was not going to tick that box. That's yeah, we for sure. really don't. We always get labna. Yeah, we should really have a podcast about labna.
2: <laughs> there was also other choices on the menu. There was hummus, baba ganoush, uh, as far as dips go. And we looked at each other. Be, there was also halloumi. And I think there was a decision between we either get halloumi and another dip,
0: mm. you
2: know, or we get labna and labna. So
1: mm. we got labna. <laughs> we got labna. <laughs> In a basil oil. Is that correct? Yes. Yum.
0: With pistachios
1: on top. You two don't like pistachios.
0: Like, come on. Why? Why do they have to put pistachios on things?
1: No, I like pistachios. I think we're coming to realize that Bella just doesn't like nuts. Yeah, I don't think
0: I do. I don't mind almonds. I think smoked almonds. Do you mean
1: roasted almonds? And that's such a basic bitch not to like. Can I
0: just say smoked almonds are also a thing? Smoked
1: almonds are better than
2: roast almonds, but both sort of bogan
1: Nuts. Oh bogan nuts. Okay. It's just bogan nuts. <laughs> as in I
2: do to be fair, I do like them. I like them way better than cashews, but we're not here to rate nuts. So pistachios on the labna with the with the Lebanese bread. So it came with Lebanese bread, really yummy. Delicious. Delicious. But not as good as the fried chicken.
1: Oh, that fried chicken was so good. So good. Yeah, boneless. I'm a sucker for fried chicken. Oh I'm boneless. a sucker for boneless. Mm.
2: Really good batter, like super crispy, crispy to the point that when there was a little bit of batter left on the plate, I was eating the bits of batter in the tum, yeah. the garlic sauce tum. Yum. So good.
1: Yes. Which that garlic sauce is what it's quite renowned for as well, yes. apparently. And yes. fair enough. Pretty good garlic sauce. So good. Mm. Amazing that you can make sauce basically
2: just out of garlic and oil, like processed and it doesn't like, yes, it hits you with garlic, but not like how you'd imagine. Like a yeah. Yeah. Like like a so vampire. good! <laughs> Vampires don't like no going warding like that. you off True. a vampire. Yeah, sorry, yeah. warding off
1: a vampire. Love it, love it. Falafels. How do we feel about them now? These were interesting. I
2: really liked them. I really, really liked them. So, th- just to quickly imagine what we're eating all at the same time is we had all those three dishes served at the same time, and you could put
1: your falafel on your bread, wrap it all up. Mm. Okay, but a traditional falaf falafel, falafel for short, is. Uh, Quite round. And I would say somewhat soft on the outside. Not soft, soft. It's hard. Wrong. Oh, just let me finish brew. Um, (laughs) We're (laughs) brews now. Um, Upon reviewing the restaurant, I did see in one of the reviews, it was on broadsheet or concrete playground, that they called them falafel crumpets. And did you not notice on the night I said, oh, the falafel looks a bit weird. It's quite small and a bit squished. Because it was a bit different. Now I kind and of. It's harder on the no, outside. No, no. Flaffles are meant to be
2: crispy and crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside because they're deep fried in oil. So mm. they're meant to be like that crispy, crunchy batter, but not batter, just the flaffle outside.
1: I somewhat disagree. But also, that's always... probably the traditional way they should <laughs> well, be. Well, you don't know what you are talking maybe about. I just used to, Woolworths store bought falafels yes. it's just soft. Soft around. I soft do or just round.
0: find them so dry though. Half. The I time. didn't find those ones dry though, did you? No. But usually... I think a bad
2: falafel's dry, right? Yeah, a bad, bad falafel. Well, there and must be a lot of bad falafels out there. And these ones weren't. So I think
0: they were good. I'm giving them a good rating. Mm-hmm. I liked them. Okay. And then we had the main event.
2: Yeah. So if we thought we hadn't eaten enough food <laughs> after that, we were all like so full after the first few dishes. And then we're like, oh, wait, we've got the actual main event coming.
0: The half chicken.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Succulent. Um, I'm, if I'm correct... <laughs> Sorry, I just jumped in there. If I am correct, they put the chicken in a special kind of spicy glaze thing. It felt like it. And that's what they're known for. The kind of the star of the dish and the whole premise is that it's this chicken shop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it is bloody good chicken. Like I'm a huge chicken eater and it was probably the best chicken I've had in Sydney. Oh, big call. Now, I'm sure there'd be some people
2: out there that would disagree with that. So, hit Bella up if you want to (laughs) disagree with her. Let me know, guys.
0: She'll be ready to rival you. She is a queen of chicken eating. I am. I think it's actually what came with the chicken. So, it came out with, slash we ordered, a pearl couscous salad and chips. And it just went down like heaven.
2: Yeah, it was super, super nice. The... (laughs) couscous salad so the pearl couscous salad is that big those big round couscous so yum and it's served with like beetroot and pumpkin and seeds and yum sort of stuff it was a salad i would eat more nuts yes a salad b would eat so not much greenery in there but just to just quickly jump back to where to the menu we ordered this and this was part of the reason that they were giving me shit about drawing um lines on the on the menu is because we ordered it as part of a meal deal so you can get like quarter of a chicken, half a chicken, or a whole chicken with a side of salad, bread. Um, it comes with pickles and tum as well. Correct. And you can either choose between, sorry, chips or salad. And we chose to get the salad with the deal and we got the chips separate because we're fat bitches and we <laughs> like to get Emphasis our chips. On our <laughs> <jobs>. <laughs> um, we wanted to get a big serving of chips and so that that's why we got all of it in there together
0: yeah and we didn't regret it and what else did we not regret beatrice oh we did not regret our drinks yeah i'm assuming that's what you're
1: talking this about this is actually something that we should definitely not have skimmed over these were- I don't yeah i don't know why we did we just got so excited about the food so when you walk in there's basically got this cute little bar happening in the middle of the restaurant and we did notice that there was a slushy machine and you know what 12 year old in a B, always excited for a slushy. And when there's alcohol involved, well, it's like summer break. Anyway, so I ordered the porn star martini, which was actually quite funny. Really <laughs> fitting as well. When the man delivered it and called me a porn star. He was like, porn star?
2: To be. And I was like, I didn't know that the cocktail was called a porn star. And I just
1: burst out laughing because I thought he was literally calling her a porn star. I was like, so I saw confused. you last
0: night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So confused. And then, Bella, what did you get?
0: I also want it to be called Porn Star, but instead I got the lychee rose. Correct. And so,
1: yours kind of was more of a bubble tea situation happening, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. So picture this. It comes out, you've poked the straw through the plastic and it's very like, you know, that De- bubble definitely tea. Definitely that bubble tea. Yeah. Look. 100% that vibe. But it tastes so good. Not that bubble tea doesn't. And comes with like little bubble lychee. Yeah.
2: So same as when you get a a bubble tea, you get like the tapioca pearls or any, you know, the the pineapple pearls, whatever you want in the bottom. And this one was lychee pearls, but they also taste like they had a bit of like, like they were a lychee cocktail. Like they were a bit alcoholic, the pearls. So, super fun little, like, adult
1: twist on a nice uh, kid drink. So, if you've been to Miss G's, this is essentially a similar vibe of what they do. So, they've totally. got those cocktails in the plastic cups with the lids, and they've obviously branded it as well. So, you'll yeah. see it on the Instagram. It's a really fun vibe. It's, it's cool because it's
2: all sealed in the one cup, and and because of the branding of it, you feel like, whoa, this cocktail
1: was made on the spot, but they've sealed I don't know. There's something really cool about it.
0: Wow. Okay, cool. I did not realize they were making them on the spot.
1: Something else interesting to note is because it's only open recently, they have brought across the head chef um, Riyad C1 from Noor to oversee it while it runs. So I don't know if they're actually going to bring someone else in. Okay. Um, so that is something to keep an eye on. So is he? has he made the menu or is it that he's just overseeing the He's ensure... overseeing the kitchen at the moment. Okay. But it could be passed on to someone else.
0: Interesting. Right, someone suggests
1: that. I'm not sure. Also interesting to note, and what you touched on earlier, is they do have the takeaway window happening. Yeah, And that is something that they've also said they've set up during COVID times. So I don't know if that's going to continue. I don't see why it wouldn't. No, it yeah. seems but like a great idea. It seems like a great idea. So if you can't get it, it's only walk-ins at the moment. There's no bookings. So if you can't get a spot, definitely pick up a takeaway. Well, and
2: on the menu, there is also that option to get um Something that really caught my eye was just the chicken roll. I just love that. nostalgia oh, of a chicken roll. Yes. And I just love a roll as opposed to a burger. Cause something about that. Anyway, they had the chicken roll and they also had chicken burgers. B-, B was quite tempted to get a burger. We just couldn't work out how to split it, particularly in COVID times. So we didn't go for that. But we thought maybe we would actually give it a shout out, maybe a takeaway um, in time to come. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows?
0: Well... <laughs> This brings us to the next section of the podcast, which is order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth a visit or not.
2: B, who's your basic?
1: Oh, this is so hard. Basic. Oh, you're not happy with that. I'm not unhappy. Can you talk us through basic? I think so. We didn't really go through the aesthetics of the place, but it's basically concrete surfaces, um, very minimalistic, neon signs, very hip-hop and happening. Um, I know we're going to get to Dolls for Dishes, so I won't take this away from you, but it's very not very much not expenny. Apart from the cocktails, anyway. Apart we'll from get the there. cocktails, but as we all know, alcohol in Sydney, it's a markup. Like, yep, for you know, sure. that's just kind of across the board. So I'm going to say a basic vibe in the nicest of ways. Like we said, basic is not necessarily a bad thing. Like it's good, humble, traditional Lebanese food with a yummy twist. You don't have to get dressed up to the nines. It's no, t- not taking bookings. It's purely I've waited in line to get in here. It's great. Love it. That was
2: good. Okay. You really turned me on that. I'm Ooh, happy. Yep, nice.
1: I'm happy as well, Belle, from the back
0: of that, mate or date? Look, I'm going to, uh, I know that it's a basic vibe and it's simple and whatnot, but I'm going to have to say date. I totally back that. And there were so many dates happening so around many. Us. They were very like fun dates to kind of people watch for do you <laughs> agree so fair. oh
1: totally and you know what even i'm gonna throw a spanner in the works here even the two girls next to us friends on a friend date yeah for sure they were oh, having a fun time all their food came out and i was getting envious of even the weed eating eat what they'd <laughs> ordered you know like they were having a great time
2: yeah, yeah. no I, I think you're right the o- my only sort of negative vibe about it is so the, the rotisserie chicken is is definitely where you want to be when you're there. True. And it's a bit messy, but you still can mm. do knife and fork, I suppose. Yeah. It's And if you, if they don't want me when I'm eating my bones, I don't want them.
0: Exactly. Is that oh. the story? Yeah. yeah, if you can't and-
2: handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me. <laughs> the amount of times we say that on this
0: podcast. I know. Too damn. Like hard. let's get a new also, quote. It makes <laughs> us sound
1: like we're shit humans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just going through a low right now, okay? Oh. But also, I just feel like we've done so much worse. like we've done charcoal soup. I mean, ramen, like yeah. things like that. If we get, get through all that, we can get through some chicken.
2: Yeah. And it was good and it's cool. It seems like a cool place. If, if it, I got taken on a date there, I'd be like, oh, they know it's cool.
0: Yeah. And the cocktails, like you can have so much fun with those cocktails. Mm. So and many porn stars. Make some jokes about that.
2: <laughs> Sexy, flirty fun. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much.
0: So Libby, Dolls
1: for Dishes.
2: I think we're all, this is all very positive and I'm loving it. I'm sticking with the positive vibe. Yes. So... Just to take you back, it was the, the most expensive thing on the menu were the cocktails. They were $17 a pop and they they weren't big, but they were lethal. So fun. But then if you took that away, it was only $23 a head. I don't think I've eaten more than since Christmas, basically. I was rolling out the doors. So $23 a head for that size menu and really high quality food. The chicken was
0: delicious. I like that. What? 4.2 five Ooh, oh out of five that's is that like the highest you've ever done i think
2: you've done it before maybe once or twice one other time but i'm sticking to it it's it was that good value so delicious yes it's simple basic food as we talked about but it was done really well and i ate i could eat to my heart's content i reckon you could fill up a footy team on it and still only be
1: paying 20 dollars a head don't get the cocktails
2: Don't i
1: completely back that i would i would go again and i urge you if you're listening to go I know I've had some feedback that sometimes we end the podcast and people aren't sure if it's a yes or a no this is a yes
2: yep stunning stunning totally agree now I guess that brings us to food features and fails now this is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from the last week
0: now Bella start us off okay I'll start us off If you are ever in Balmain East, you need to go to Euphoria. It's got, A, a stunning view of the bridge, and, B, the best cinnamon scrolls you will ever have. Uh,
2: What? Mm. Talk to me about the cinnamon scrolls. Go watch good cinnamon scrolls. I'm
0: worried. I've just discovered these, (laughs) and I live so close to them that I'm – I'm just like, I don't trust myself. And I'm like going to have to set up a deal with them where they only let me get one once a week or something like that because. <laughs> Take my money, dangerous. but don't give me the scrolls yeah.
2: because they're too damn good. I'll
0: put down a down payment <laughs> if you just don't let me in this place. <laughs>
2: That's commitment. That but, is an actual stunning feature. Yeah. So the feature itself, the cinnamon scrolls. Yes.
0: So go there for that. And right. I don't know what makes them amazing, but they are just, oh my God.
2: Cream cheese on the top or no?
0: No, just like. Oh, cream cheese. On the top? Yeah, is, is that
2: oh, a thing? Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Cream cheese on the top. I mean, she's like, a pastry chef.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not that tra- It's pretty traditional. Icing? Yeah, but you put cream, cream cheese icing. Sorry, cream cheese icing. Excuse me. Oh,
0: maybe but it's that's really why sweet, I like it. Right? I love cream cheese. Yeah,
2: cre- cream cheese icing is sweet. Cheesecake, think of those sort of things. Oh, yeah, but it's a different type lost. of sweet. It's
0: like a sour sweet.
2: I mean, sure.
1: <laughs> well,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm taking you both.
2: Okay. I cannot wait. This sounds really
1: good. Okay. Now someone trump me. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I went to Bannisters over the weekend. If you know Bannisters, then you will know about Rick Stein's restaurant at Bannisters. Quite an iconic duo. So it's a completely seafood restaurant. They yeah. obviously do have the odd grass-fed wagyu for the non-seafood eater. No, but he's particularly known for his seafood. He is seafood. very well-known for yeah. his seafood. And it's lovely as well. Lovely bit of a lol. As on one of the walls inside the restaurant's all his cookbooks
0: kind of random
1: it's like fine dining and then a shelf of his cookbook
0: so. i kind of think that's kind of okay a so, bit of I mean, a weird flex yeah that's what i was gonna say a bit of a It'd flex be, <laughs> yeah, like i'm all for like books in a restaurant i think that's kind of cool doesn't have to be your cookbook. yeah, yeah i agree but I only know. your own
1: cookbooks Thoughts? yeah are, we are you a, sure you're confirming this are we in fine dining are we in a gift shop <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> anyway it was seafood so obviously had to go with seafood option. Um, Good girl. our non seafood lover gal. our non seafood lover gal, which I think I'm changing. But anyway, I got the masala salmon. Okay. Which was basically this curried salmon with a sambal, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. um, Which came with a mango chutney, rice, and a papadum. It was freaking delicious. Holy hell. Holy hell. Oh, I really Mm. want to eat that. Like, it was so good.
0: Okay, that is good. good. Good for you seafood feature from you oh yeah i'm glad you're finally coming around although bad for us because then we don't get to eat as much seafood i don't know <laughs> yeah. but is
1: there something weirdly mature about sitting down and ordering a piece of salmon and being like damn i'm old why didn't you get the crab though surely that's oh, the way to go um we all know how i feel about crabs <laughs> and also my sister ordered the crab and you know what I don't want to work for my food. We were there an extra half an hour because she was sucking out its
0: legs. Oh, there's nothing better than <laughs> sucking out the leg of a crab. I feel like you have to be there with, like, loved ones if you're eating crab. <laughs> because it's not you don't, a date food. <laughs> yeah, you just don't want the judgment. Like, there's a art and craft to cracking that. And Absolutely. it's so embarrassing if you can't do it properly. It's not a date food
1: and it also takes forever.
0: Yeah, But yeah.
1: something stunning from the restaurant was, obviously, if you're familiar with Singapore crab, um, quite an iconic dish. And it comes in that beautiful kind of chili broth that, that sits at the bottom of the crab when you finish it all. And the waitress came over and said, would you like some extra bread to mop up that broth? Yum. Oh, how good is that? So good. so good. Prince was like, I can't, but I want to. <laughs> She's like, you guys should. Then ordered a chocolate fondant. But anyway, <laughs> Libby, feature or fail?
2: Well, I'm also got a feature this week, guys. Oh. So we're killing it. I'm proud of us all. My feature, not as upmarket as yours be, but still up there. Um, my darling boyfriend took me to the wine library on Friday night oh. on Oxford
1: Street. That's such a fun place. So many people have told me to go there. I've never been. Yeah. Well, I think, library.
2: yeah, it's really cool. I actually thought before I went, and this is going to sound so dumb, that it was going to be more of like a library of wine. So I thought kind of maybe that you'd sit there and they'd tell you, sto- not stories, but like they'd sort of educate you more on the wine. There wasn't as much of that as I, as I thought. Um, there was wine on the wall, but not in the way. I don't know what I was imagining. So it was more like a quite literal library. No, it was more like a bar. There was no no books or anything either. Well, that's a bit misleading. That's a bit of a weird name. It just had potential for more, but it, still, it was still a feature for sure. So um, I love sitting at the bar because I often love like looking at what they're doing. And I got to sit prime position right in front of the chef, the head chef. Ooh. So good. So he was doing all bits and bobs, shucking oysters, plating nice looking desserts, so on and so forth. Heaven the feature of the night was when we went to order the cheese course instead of getting the the three the selection of the three cheeses get the this and i can't remember what the actual cheese was called but it was a really strong Brie style cheese with slices of fresh truffle on the inside, Ooh. and we got essentially, basically a, a quarter of this cheese, like a small, but a quarter wedge. Which, and then in front of us, he shaved the fresh black truffle on the top. Oh, you love that! When oh, they I that. love that. And then, and you all know how much I love truffle, so this was just like my dream. And then served with it, so with your bread and your crackers, was a Pinot Noir paste so instead of like a quince paste it was the pinot noir grapes no. oh. and you could have that as your and it was just so good and we had the most delicious wine with it and i was like i could die happily right now
1: that, is that actually sounds awesome. a feature yeah. yeah i feel like we need to go there we do need to go that there. Be. maybe friend date friend date <laughs> Oh, so Well, you already took your boyfriend. So yeah. we don't have boyfriends. <laughs> so. Sorry.
2: Well, okay, fine. You can do that. But let me know how it goes because I will be very keen to hear what you think of the delicious truffle cheese.
1: Can I play devil's advocate for a second and say, did you get upsold on that?
2: Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Classic. Well, I think-
1: upsold and no problems
2: about it. <laughs> no. And, and Jack, and he won't mind me saying this at all, is very much like if someone suggests something to him in a restaurant, he's always like, yeah, sure like let's go with it like doesn't really like confrontation of saying or disagreeing with the wait staff. so he's never one to be like oh to the wait mm. staff, what do you suggest because often he'll have to say yes to whatever they suggest right. <laughs> i remember
1: that for later
2: but true oh, i'm not sweet. sure what you're remembering what? that for anyway um <laughs> i think we're gonna end it there my feature of the week the truffle cheese from wine library on oxford street
1: delicious mm. love it If you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so we continue being in your ears and uh, give us a rating and tell a friend. We'd absolutely love you to do that. And
0: while you're doing that, make sure you jump into the Facebook community. We would love to see you there. Yeah, and if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other episode, you can follow us on Obviously Good Podcast on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.